This is a 30-second stereo radio for Trade School in the Home Depot. Spot code YHTFD00RGA0. Spot title, Project Planning Homeowner 101. So you're ready to tackle a home improvement project on your own. Let's make a plan. Take a free workshop from the Home Depot and get live help from our expert associates. Whether you're upgrading your kitchen or overhauling your bathroom, we'll provide everything you need to get started. You'll know what to look for and what to avoid, so you can take on any project with confidence. Homeowner 101 Livestream Workshops from the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Register now at homedepot.com slash workshops. Now back to The Drive with Aaron Davis and Chris Raff on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. All right, we're back. It's The Drive. We're live. It's AD and Raph. It's Monday. AD, I'll tell you one thing, though, about this weekend that impressed me was there was a, there was a buzz in the crowd and in the before the game downtown. I felt it was, to me, felt different. So big kudos out to the fans that showed up and showed out on Saturday. You know what? Um... There was a feeling that I hadn't seen in a long, felt in a long time, because obviously this is the nostalgia of OU Nebraska. Um, the fans are going to show up. I mean, we we know that. I mean, when you get you know ten to fifteen thousand, if not more, to go over to the pond to see a team that hadn't won, had a winning record in four and a half years, you have continually have the sellouts. I, mean, I know that gets debated sometimes. Heck, if you have seventy thousand people at a, at a college game. <laughs> To where you're a losing team, we're good. The we'll fans, take it. Our fan base is just fine. Yeah. You know, our fan base, and I'll, 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 I, I've said this before about our fan base. There's some people that say, "Oh, you know, the fans shouldn't be so mean. They shouldn't say this. They shouldn't say that." <laughs> I've said it a number of times. Raph, you know where I'm going. Nick, you know where I'm yep. going. C- construction, uh, 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 criticism, anger is not a problem for a program. In fact, you better you better hope that they have something to say about you. When a fan base no longer talks about you, apathy kicks in. Yep. I've got neighbors of mine that literally mow their lawn during game day. Yeah. And I ain't talking about what a headset on listen to the game. They said, no, I don't care anymore. Exactly. When a fan base starts saying, I don't care anymore, that is the death pitch. That's the death, that is basically the death penalty for your program. First of all, when you're a big time program, you got to accept the criticism. Yep. You got to accept fans being upset. There's going to be some fans who go too far. Yes, there is. There's always going to be yep. that. But anytime you don't, ha- let's put it this way kind of the old, old Bible passage. When there's no manure in the barn, you have a problem because you have no cattle. Okay. All right. Yep. You got to deal with that. All right. Is it tough at times? Yes. But the fans, listen, our fans have backed this program up since day one. All right. Yes. Do some say some outlandish stuff? Yes, they do. They do. But you know what? That's why you get paid the money you get paid. When you come to Nebraska to play football, you understand I'm not going to a school whose fan base is kind of like, well, whatever happens, happens. They're not apathetic. We have a very passionate fan base. All we have been. We have a rich tradition. Have it shown that way in the past 20 years? No. That's just reality. It's not going to sugarcoat that. At the same time, no. Listen, there's going to be criticism. It's part of it. That is not the death wish to your program, the death nail. Apathy is when people no longer care. And I'm going to tell you, they start showing it when both butts and seats start becoming more sparse throughout. Yep. That's where they speak with their pocketbooks and their wallet. Exactly. Criticism comes with. If you can't handle it, don't take the job, don't come play here. Bottom line. Yep, exactly. And it, it, it goes on. It's, I, over the next two weeks, it's going to be the same way. 
down at the university. You yes. know, there's there's got to be the only way you get things turned around is you've got to look yourself in the mirror and you've got you've got to take you've got to take criticism. You've got to learn from criticism. That's just you, it. Just can't it can't become like oh I'm being criticized. Oh I'm not like no. More. It's it's not that. It's more like take that criticism, turn it around, turn it into a positive. You know, here's the thing though, man. You know, I, I hear people. And I've, I think someone at text line said this about kids being soft again. And I, I appreciate you putting that in. Otherwise, uh, oh, I know where you're going with that, AD. I can feel it already. You already know where I'm going. Yep. Folks, we talk about kids being soft today. Mm-hmm. Who allows the behavior? The adults. Exactly. We talked about this a few weeks ago. The kids, we, we, we say kids today are soft. They can't handle this, they can't handle that. It starts when they're in second grade, third grade, fourth grade. It starts at home. It starts with not being upset, being okay with, well, my kid's upset with me. So what? One of the problems today with adults, they're they're trying to be kids as buddies instead of pick figures of authority. You can't be upset if a kid uh, comes in soft, but they've been prepared to be soft since second grade. Yep. Also, I'm all for the select teams and like things like that. But the adults in the room are allowing kids to hop the team from team to team to team because if the kid doesn't make this team or if the coach is too hard on them, they allow them to say, we're going to go play for another team we get a chance to play. No, let them earn that chance to play. Let yep. them work for it. Let them sweat for it. Yep. That's how you establish kids with some sick and some termination. You keep letting kids go all over the place and do what they want to do, of course they're not going to be prepared. We see that not just in Nebraska. We see it in schools all over the country. I see it in the workforce. Some of you listen or employers saying, man, these millennials, they're hard. They don't have work ethic. Well, who taught them that? Exactly. Who taught them that? Or who failed to teach them to stick around? Yep. Football practice, man, listen, life is tough. We are not doing people a favor by letting them just skate by with things. I told you guys earlier. You say you're going to the transfer portal, that's fine because you're done here. Yep. You're done here. There is no, I'm going to go see what else is going on out there. And if I can't yep. find something else, I'm going to come back to this pond. You leave my team and say you're going to the transfer portal, you're gone. Yep. Because you set a precedent with other players in that locker room. Yep. And then their behaviors begin to reflect that kind of laissez-blah. Well, if I don't want to play today, if I'm not getting what playing time I think I deserve, I'm the portal. And if it doesn't work out, I'll come back. No, I'm going to tell you yep. right now, I'm going to make it real easy. You are not coming back. That's how you establish culture. Yep. You set a precedent, and it has to start from the top down. And if it's wishy-washy, you'll have wishy-washy players yep. that are not committed. That's how you establish a poor culture. It must start from the top. I am committed to you, but the moment you say you're gone, sir, I'm going to help you. Your locker's going to be packed. Yep. You are free to go. You're, you're not coming back. Yep. Bottom line. It's got to be. It's the way it's got to be. I totally agree. I might not have totally agreed to begin the year, but <laughs> but yep, it's got it's got to be that way. That's the only way that you're going to create that culture that you need to to succeed. You know what, fellas? I'm going to tell you this, man. And I get passionate about this. I fully believe. My father told us, fellas, kids, I'm going to tell you this right now. Nothing in this world is going to be given to you. Nothing. You got to go work for it. And you can tell me you want something, but pop in the tape. Over our break, we was kind of watching some tapes. Some things are very interesting. Fellas, we all know this. If you want something, you got to be going to willing to go there and work for it. That's the bottom line. And, fellas, when we talk about these kids being soft today, I ain't talking about just setting Nebraska. I'm talking about in general. Where did they learn that behavior? 
You see little kids sometimes on social media, on TikToks and things like that. People think it's funny. A little kid swearing and things like that. Do you think that kid was born and raised learn how to? I mean, do you think that kid just came here learn how to swear? No, it's behaviors they learned. So kids have certain behaviors they learn. We can't get pissed at the results. We're passing out the trophies. We're 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 the ones cultivating that behavior yep. and allowing it to slide, dude. If we listen, I'm gonna tell you right now, Coach Brown, if he's seen us doing something like that, man. I mean, just in general, not going after it in practice. Regardless, if you were first string or eighth string, you were going to hear about it. I don't know from coaches, from each other. Nick, what do you think, man? My blood pressure is going up. I'm yeah, yo, you're, you're passionate, man. <laughs> um, I, I think, honestly, what helps is I get all this out on the post-game show. Because <laughs> right, Monday, right, you're right after the game, right after the game, I mean, you can ask Bach, you can also ask the listeners. I, I get I get pretty heated up at the post-game show. Um I just, I, man, it's just so frustrating because it feels like when you when you look at Nebraska football, there's always something new popping up, right? And whether it's um, off the field issues, whether it's on the field issues, the offensive line is atrocious. Um, is it bad? I don't want to say I feel bad for Casey Thompson, but holy crap, because. It's putting everything kind of in perspective when we look at this program from a big picture standpoint to where why Nebraska hasn't had success mm. over the last four years and change, maybe even five years and change, going back to, to previously before Scott Frost. And your offensive line cannot block worth anything. And you, I go, you go back, I watched the game for a second time on Sunday – and how how many times I saw, especially the right side of the offensive line, stand there and just not even move and let a guy go by him hmm. or decide to double team a guy that's taking on the right guard rather than taking on a guy one-on-one on, your, on the guy that you're supposed to be covering. Right. And a lot of fans understand who I'm talking about, but I'm not going to say the name. But you sit there and... You, it is mind-boggling to see your right tackle try to double-team a guy when you had a guy right in front of you. And then, on the off chance, you're relying on A.J. Allen to pick up a block. When that's not yeah. his job. Yeah. That's not his job. And Sip had, a, Sip had a damning tweet this weekend, guys. Said, there are probably 70 schools recruiting A.J. Allen right now. Because that's the world we live in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As sad as it is to say, that's the world we live in. Mm-hmm. Where it's listen. At some point, you got to make a business decision and, and and make a decision of what puts you in the best possibility or, or situation to make it to the next level. Right. That's why Casey Thompson came here. Yeah. A big reason. Obviously, they have Quinn Ewers, but if you have have been able to listen to Casey Thompson or watch him play, because he's actually putting up a pretty pretty successful season mm-hmm. with this crap shoot that he's been given yeah. on offense. He has been he came to Nebraska to put himself in a better situation to make the league. Mm-hmm. And that guy got hit so many times and unnecessary amount of times on Saturday. That one that shot he took on the chin. And, and at, it's like at some point I mean when do you just throw them in the towel? Like, dang, man, it is bad. It is bad. And and once again, I, I said, um, 
it, it's just it's just mind boggling when I watch that offensive line, and or and I'll watch Toledo go up against Ohio State, and their quarterback has more than five seconds. Mm-hmm. Like there there have been a very few clean pockets for Casey Thompson to throw in. Right, and whether it's Casey Thompson or Adrian Martinez back there. It just put up a clean pocket and let them make a play because they're they're both capable of making plays just as much as they're both capable of making mistakes. Maybe mm-hmm. one more than the other, but holy crap! <laughs> it's once again it showed on Saturday, and I said this on the post game. Saturday's game against Oklahoma right now for where Nebraska's offensive line is. It was so telling that to be successful at maybe a national level, Nebraska needs a quarterback that is capable of running the ball. You need some sort of undesigned quarterback run game. Not one that you're calling quarterback draws, not one that you're specifically blocking for, but a guy, if you want to be in a position to win games against Oklahoma, Ohio State, Michigan on the road, offensively, if if your defense is picking up their slack, offensively, you need a quarterback that is able to escape the pocket, maybe be able to make a throw on the run, Maybe be able to pick up five yards on first down, make it second and five rather than getting sacked and making it first and 13. Mm-hmm. Or second and 13, I guess. Because then you're behind the eight ball to begin with. And it's just, they did second and 13, the defense can pin their ears back and they know you're they're going to get to the quarterback. Like, it's so frustrating um, to just see the same thing over and over again and year after year. And th- this is not Mickey Joseph's problem right now. This is not Mickey Joseph's fault for how bad the offensive line has been playing. Because you can't judge it off of one game. But it shows the lack of attention that they've paid to the trenches. Because yeah. in the day, in the era of college football that we are in right now, if you focus on one thing, Nebraska, in the offseason, focused on getting skilled players at, on the offensive side of the ball. Nope. And they did so. They got Anthony Grant. They recruited A.J. Allen. They got mm-hmm. Trey Palmer, Marcus Washington, Isaiah Garcia-Castaneda. If you focus on something... You can improve it, yeah. especially nowadays with college football. But it shows that you did not focus shows. and pay attention to the offensive line. You nope. thought you could get by with a mediocre, at best, offensive line. Nope. And now it's showing that you can't. You know what, Nate, Raph, I want you to uh, 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 kind of just add on to this. Nate, what you just mentioned, um, <laughs> Nate, <laughs> Nick, what, we, so not to, to tell the truth, about what we saw. We all saw the same thing. Yeah. And, and to come out there and try to say, well, it's not as bad. No. It's bad. It, it's bad. bad. It's bad. Raph, go ahead, brother. No, I, just, I agree with you. I mean, it's... It, we... I mean, you can't sugarcoat it, you know? You, you got to be honest. But but I hope, you know, the people that are listening and stuff, it's not, it's not that we're saying we do not want Nebraska to succeed. We want them to succeed. But on the other hand, you've... you've goes back you've got to look in the mirror you've got to take you've got to take that heart the hard coaching uh, like the text line a couple people have said well if you if you draw that hard line in the sand you know just see how many recruits you're going to get and stuff like that well i got news for you if you um don't coach hard and you think you're getting great recruits and they're not coached hard they're in, in today's world of college football or any world of college football like alabama for instance hmm. there's a reason why alabama and georgia are good and yeah, they they get they get good players. Don't get me wrong, they get good players. But you don't always really see the good players that they get in the recruiting classes playing in year one either. Yeah, right, right. 
And these guys have been coached just, hard. You know? They they get they get they get yelled at. They get coached hard. And and then that's why they progress into the players they become, and that's why they have like the most first round draft back draft picks in the, the NFL drafts and stuff like that. What I've seen from Nebraska, going to be truthfully honest, we've got a lot of. I thought we were getting really great recruits in, yeah. in at Nebraska. They come in high four star, you know, they're they're up there, star system, you know, great whatever. But there's no progression. They they get yeah. to Nebraska, and and my my thought process is is. Man, that that player didn't live up to his expectations. But then I'm also thinking to myself, was he coached hard enough to progress into the expectations that were set forth for him? You also have to take in mind, if you look at the numbers in the recruiting classes of how many four-stars there are in the country, quote-unquote four-stars, right? right? Um, It's great that you recruit a couple four-stars. But you always have to take in mind or keep in mind that at their high school, they're usually bigger, faster, stronger, top dog over anybody the else. Competition yep, exactly. Play at that competition, time. yes, yep. exactly. Right. And then they get to D1 college football power five level, and there are 70 other dudes on your team that are just like exactly. you. Exactly. Just like you. Yep. And you don't know how to separate yourself. That's why you have to get a lot of them. You don't know how to separate yourself. You got to get a lot of them. You just because- don't. There's a text here that I want to talk about. Mm-hmm. Unnamed texter asked this. Is Riola Donovan, Riola, okay with the product that he puts on the field? It reflects on his name. Are they trying to sabotage the team since Frost was let go? I want to skip to that last part. Are they trying to sabotage the team? If there are guys, and I don't think they are, but if there are on this program trying to sabotage the team, you got way bigger problems than just losing football games. Yeah, you got a culture issue. You, which got, we know, which we, we do. We, we, do. Know we do. We already know that. But, but deeper than we it, thought. It, it's way worse than we ever yeah. could have thought. Yeah. And and that if that is the case, clean house. Yeah. Now, I, that that is that is horrible. But you cannot that that is that would be unfathomable mm-hmm. in my opinion because you preach whether you're a player or a coach you preach. That this program is bigger than you, but if you're trying to sabotage this thing, then you're sh- proving you're acting like it's not. Mm-hmm. And actions speak louder than words. And when you're losing games, word words don't really mean jack. Raph, if you're the, I want, I'll get into this after break because I want some more time to really get yeah. into this. Go ahead, Raph. I was going to say, we'll take a break. We're going to throw it to break. Throw it to break. All right. We're going to throw it to break. This is the drive. 93.7 the ticket. AD and Ralph. Wendy's two for six dollars lets you mix and match some of our best items. Like. Dave Single with a 10-piece crispy nugs. Medium strawberry lemonade with a spicy chicken sandwich. Spicy chicken with a Dave Single. Dave Single with a strawberry lemonade. Strawberry lemonade. Strawberry lemonade. If you're into that. Chicken Sam, crispy nugs. Crispy nugs, strawberry lemonade. Dave's, Dave's, nugs, nugs, Sam, Sam. Whew. Pick what you want at a price you want. <clears throat> Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's two for six. For a limited time, price of participation may vary at U.S. Wendy's on the card only. Single item at regular price. This is a 30-second stereo radio for Trade School in the Home Depot. Spot code YHTFD00RGA0. Spot title, Project Planning Homeowner 101. So you're ready to tackle a home improvement project on your own. Let's make a plan. 
Take a free workshop from The Home Depot and get live help from our expert associates. Whether you're upgrading your kitchen or overhauling your bathroom, we'll provide everything you need to get started. You'll know what to look for and what to avoid, so you can take on any project with confidence. Homeowner 101 live stream workshops from The Home Depot. How doers get more done. Register now at homedepot.com slash workshops.